return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Word from God can cause us to walk on water. Amen? Come. One word from God can bring us around the world. Go. Amen? So there's power in one word. And the word for this morning, the word I got, and I've been, it's just been simmering in me actually for, I don't know, maybe three weeks. And I wrote myself a note, and I said um, to think more about this word, command. The word is command. And that, that's the word that is going to catapult us forward command. Now I want to declare here today, body of Christ, that we have more authority than we realize. We are authorized with a strength and with an anointing in a greater way than we're aware of. I'm talking to myself. We can command things into existence. Doesn't the Bible say in Romans that we speak those things that be not as though they were? We have the ability and the power to create things into existence. I know you could all testify today and you could say that because of the word that you released, you've seen the sick heal come on. You've seen blind eyes open. Well, maybe some of us are still waiting for that. The deaf can hear. The dead are raised up. Curses are broken off of people's lives, and marriages are made whole, relationships are healed, because we have the power to command. We're not going to line ourselves up with our circumstances anymore, amen? We do not walk by our feelings, amen, but we walk by, and we have what we need to command. Now, it started way in the beginning, and I'm not going to get into that, but um, there was a transfer of authority. God gave everything to the angels, to the devil. The devil lost it, and Jesus went and got it back. Come on, rejoice with me today. He went and took those keys, and he got the authority back, and he transferred that authority. He transferred that anointing and that power into the body, into the church, into our lives. So we are authorized. Command. That's the word for us today. I'd like to go to, and the PowerPoint does not do, they don't have my verses, so we will go with the, the um, smooth flow, Acts 3, 1 through 10. We're going to speak things into existence, and I believe even more than we have in the past, we're going to release creative miracles. We're going to set captives free. We have the ability and the power to do what Jesus did. Otherwise, he wouldn't have said it. Is that right? 
he wouldn't have told us something that we weren't able to do. And um, yeah, uh, Jesus himself said, what are you asking? Command ye me. So I'm going to go ahead and start reading. You've got your Bibles there. Acts 3. And I want to start with verse 1. <clears throat> Just like you guys did. Now, Peter and John went to the temple. That's what, we're, that's what we did today. Y'all came to church. We went to the temple. And at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour, a certain man, a lame man from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they had laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called, say it. And he was asking for alms of them that entered into the temple. Who seeing James, whom seeing Peter and John about to go to the temple and, and ask for alms, Peter, fastening his eyes, see, he looked right into his eyes, upon him with John, and, he, and Peter said, Look at us. Look at us. Focus. Verse 5 And when he gave heed to them, expecting to receive something of them, then Peter said, you can read it with me, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him straight by the hand, and he lifted him up, and immediately, 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 his feet and his ankle bones received strength. Receive that strength today. Receive that strength right now in the atmosphere. Verse 8, and he leaping up, come on, leaping up, leaping up. None of us are, most of us are not facing that situation, but it says he went, he went leaping up. Certainly we can leap up, come on, we can stand up, come on, we can walk. And he entered with them into the temple, and we know the song, walking and leaping and praising God. And all, what was the result of that? All the people saw him walking and twofold praising. Healed and praising. Walking and praising. Verse 10, and they knew that it was he which had sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder. Lord, you cause us to be amazed. Wonder and amazement. You amaze us, Jesus. And they were amazed at that which had happened to him. Now that word command, would you go back and look at verse 6. There was an authority released for this situation. There was an authority released for that which had held that man back. And this verse says, silver and gold... I'm not going to give that to you. I don't have that to offer you today. But such as I have, give I thee. And there was a command that went forth. It was a commanding release of faith. It was a commanding release of the word of God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, they said, rise up and walk. And there was a healing that took place. But there was a command of faith that the disciples had to exercise. And since I, I read that like, I don't know, three weeks ago, and I've just been thinking about that word command, how we have that authority to speak into our world, to speak into our lives. The Bible says, speak the word only and we shall be healed. The Bible says, Jesus said that we have the same glory 
that God gave him, he's given unto us. It's the same anointing, Vanessa and Frank, it's the same anointing that rests on you. It's that same anointing rising up within you. It's the same anointing rising up for the nations that are represented here. And we have the power and the ability and the authority to command things to be so. Command it to be so, and it is so. So I, that's where this message started from was Acts 3. And, but that authority, that when they, looked, when they looked at that lame man, didn't they command that word isn't in that verse, but they commanded sickness to leave. Come on. We, we must know that we are not lethargic. We must know that we are not apathetic or indifferent. Come on. We are passionate. You are a passionate people. And I believe that our prayers and our commanding are rising to a new level. Just through this one word. Command it to be so. Um, dads in your homes, lift your voices with your children. We don't want to, we don't want to, um, yes, there's times, be still and know that I am God. But we don't want to be weak and um, like self-conscious in our commanding. Come on. We heard last week that we're soldiers. We are soldiers in God's army. We are alert. We are skilled. We are effective. I want to speak to the younger generation. You carry an anointing. The Bible says, God says, you can do all things through Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah who strengthens you. You can lay hands on sick people and they recover. You can command it to be so and it is so. We can command the weather patterns to cooperate with, with, uh, with what is going on with our schedule and specifically for the gospel to be preached, that the gospel be not hindered. Command it to be so. Command it if there's a sickness or something hindering in your home. Raise your voices. The Bible says lift up your voice and shout unto God. Come on. It says with the voice of? There's power in the shout. And yes, it's wonderful to have um, psalmist time types of moments and and uh, quiet moments where we're, we're quiet and listening to God. But there's a time for this army. We are an army. There's a time for us to raise up our voice, take charge, and command. Use that authority, that God-given authority that is invested in us. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. He abides in us. And we have that authority to command it to be so, and it is so. Now, there'll be some testimonies of what, what even took place last weekend. Of, because of the commanding. Because of the generational curses that have been broken. There will be testimonies of people that are all of a sudden, they're realizing that, you know, that symptom, that symptom of sickness I had is gone. I've been made he whole. I am healed. I am whole. I am well. And, and there'll be testimonies of phone calls. There'll be changes in people's patterns, their actions, what they've been doing. Because you have been commanding it to be so. And it is so. We command it to be so. We are authorized. We are authorized to go about doing good and healing all. Just as Jesus just as Jesus went about doing good and healing all, for God was with him. Has he left us short? 
Has he, is his ear deaf that he cannot hear? Is his arm short that he can't touch us? No, his arm is lengthened. His arm is long enough that he reaches out and he touches us. It's with his right arm. There's a right arm anointing on the church today. His ears are not deaf, but he hears what your cries. He hears what you've been requesting. The Bible says, let your request be made known. And in the spirit today, I want to break off any lethargy in prayer life in the name of Jesus. Because you have such power in your prayer life. You have power to go to the throne boldly. Come on. We can go to the throne boldly for mercy and grace. How many of us need help today? Well, we sure do. But we can go for mercy and grace for God's help in time of need. If there's a time of need here today, there's a time of need in my life. There's a time of need in people's lives. But we have the authority to command. Command. And I just want to address personalities here because there's personalities. We're born quiet. I, am bo I was born quiet. Come on. I was born quiet. You won't believe it. But I want to tell you, there's a transfer of anointing. And all of a sudden, when Mama Bear knows that their child needs a healing, all of a sudden, when Papa Bear knows that you need to put food on the table, all of a sudden, it doesn't matter what kind of a personality you have. But your Bible says that the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. Come on. And the violent, the aggressive, the energetic, the go-getters, and the achievers, they take it. We take it by force. What are we taking? What are we taking? Say it. What are we taking? We're taking the kingdom. He's talking about the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence. We can't be apathetic or pathetic. We can't be laid back. We got to go after it. I don't know. I don't care what kind of personality God has given us, but we can be go-getters. We don't have to walk around and say, I am so tired. No, we are energized. We are endued with a power. It is a dynamite power. It's from on high. Am I exercising that power to the ability that God has, that God sees it? Are we, are, are we letting a spirit of intimidation cause us to go back and hide in a corner? No. We are endued with power to represent Jesus. You have a high call of God on, on your life, and you are ambassadors for the Most High God. I just declare here today, we have everything we need. You have what you need. The Holy One of Israel. He's the Holy One. He's the Mighty One. He's the Great I Am. Isn't He the Great I Am? Isn't He greater as He who's in us? Come on. Than He who's in the world. We can go walking and leaping and praising God. I declare today that all intimidation is broken off of our lives in Jesus' name. Let me tell you, I was so intimidated in grade school. The teacher was up front and she asked a question and she said, I would like someone to tell me, just a sec. I would like someone to tell me why this pen won't work when I'm writing. She had a paper up on the blackboard where I'm writing like this. Well, I knew the answer because the ink ran to the end. <laughs> and that was the answer. But I was so pathetically intimidated. I sat there and I thought, well, the ink is, you've got to turn the ink, you've got to get the ink down. 
And I sat there with my mouth closed. An enemy has done this. That sounds like a small thing, but I remembered it because I wanted to open my mouth. I, no one knew the answer. Can you believe that? Or we were all intimidated. But that stuck with me. And year after year, we might have to fight demons. I'm just going to say it the way it is. You may have to fight generational curses. But I'll tell you what, the Lord says he's put a song in our mouth. He's given us a two-edged sword in our hand. You are endued with power. You, the Bible says you're more than a conqueror. You're making a difference in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and around the world. This thing is a holy thing. You have a mandate from God. And there's a command to go forth. And we're marching. We're all in step. We're in sync. We hear the commander for his last command. Come on, is our first priority. We can bake good dishes. We can decorate our homes. We can do well on our jobs and make a lot of money. We can buy that car. We can paint that room. But we have a mandate. It's a high call of God. And his call will take first priority in our focus for the day. Yes, we will command our morning. The Bible says, be a commander of the morning. Let's go ahead and look at Job. I want to tell you where I, where that little phrase comes from. Command, command. Lord, we will command things to be as you want them to be. Uh, Job 38. Let's go ahead and read 1 through 13. <clears throat> because it's just so beautiful, the exchange here. And the Lord answered the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? We could stop right here at this next phrase, but I'm not going to. It says, Gird up now thy loins like a man. Well, maybe I'll stop a little. Doesn't it say in Corinthians, uh, be, Fight thou like man, or be thou, what's it say? Be, quit ye like man. Quit ye like man. Come on. We are done sucking our bottles. Amen. We don't need diapers, but the Hebrew says we have strong meat. We're done with the mush. We're done with the, the um, elementary things of Christianity. Those are elementary. But in this house, we, it says we can gird up our loins and fight like men, fight like women, fight like mature Christians. For I will demand of thee and answer thou me. Okay, and then here, this is amazing. But this is another sermon. I, I'm going to get to the end of the verses here to, to make a point. This says, um, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? <laughs> Declare, if thou hast understanding, who has laid the measures thereof? If you know, come on, can you tell me? Or who has stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened? Who laid the cornerstone thereof? Oh, we serve a mighty God. Lord, your ways are unexplainable. 
Your greatness is unspeakable. We can't even, we can't even imagine how huge you are. Verse 7, when the morning stars sang together, come on, let's be singers, be worshipers. There is such power in praise and worship. There's power in praise. Sing to the Lord a new song. When you're downcast, when you're sad, when you're sick, when you don't know what to do, when you're confused, let the song of the Lord come out of you. Give him praise and give him worship, give him glory. You got a song, you got a new song. There's songs from heaven all over this house. Verse 8 says, who shut up the sea with the doors when it broke forth, as if it had issued out of the womb. Verse 9, when I made a cloud, the garment thereof, the thick darkness, a swaddling band for it. Verse 10, and I broke, broke up for it my decreed place. Ha ha, that's another word. Ha ha, Where, that, will, that will come to pass. And set bars and doors he, and said, hitherto shall thou come, but no farther. He put boundaries. He said, water, you're only going to go this far. Come on. He took command. He said, land, you're going to go this far. He said, darkness, you're going to go this far. Sky, you're going to go this far. Sun, you're going to stay here. Moon, you're going to be there. He said, he said uh, fish, you're going to swim here. Birds, you're going to fly here. Come on. He took command. But just say, let's stop and think about it. He's given us that Absolutely. ability. Okay, I'll interrupt myself here. Psalm, Psalm 116, verse 15. The heavens, even the heavens, are the Lord's. But stay here in this chapter. But the earth, come on, but the earth, he has given to the children of men. We have the earth. He's given it to us. You know what? I think we're finished with our prayer saying, Oh, God, where are you? God, will you do something? God, will you help me? God, do it. God, do it. Well, you know, being in this church for 35 years, God is saying, you do it. Cry out to God. Cry out to God. He said, whatsoever things you ask in my name, he said, didn't he say, that will I do? Okay, let's say that together. That will I do. That will I do. That's a pretty, pretty open-ended promise for us. That will I do. I think we could stand up here today and you would flood this, this altar with testimonies of things that you have seen come to pass because, because Jesus said, that will I do. What are you saying? Are you making your requests known? Are we petitioning the Lord? Are we standing as intercessors? Are we going into spiritual warfare and saying, out of, out of darkness, I command light. Command ye me. Jesus said it, command ye me. So verse 11 says, Hitherto shall I come, but no farther, and here shall thy proud waves be stayed. Verse 12, hast thou commanded the morning since thy days? Come on. Hast thou commanded thy morning since thy days? And cause the dawn to know his place. Verse 13 that it might take hold of the ends of the earth, that the wicked might be, say it, shaken out of it. Shout it, shaken out of it. So here's the question in verse 12. Have, have, have you commanded the morning since thy days and cause, basically, I'm going to paraphrase this. Have you spoken to your day? And said, this and this and this is going to take place. 
We will not be defeated. The enemy is under our feet. There's divine protection over our homes. The angel of the Lord encamps around about. See what I'm doing? I'm commanding my day. I'm commanding my morning. I am the head and not the tail. I'm above only, not beneath. Oppression shall not come near me. Neither shall any plague come on, come nigh our dwelling. For you, O Lord, have given angels charge over us. Do you see them here today? There's angelic activity taking place today. Thank you, Lord. We command our mourning. We can, we can cause this verse to be fulfilled in our daily life. And I, I don't know why I keep bringing this up, but for anyone, if you think you're weak, or you think that you're, you don't have the personality for it, or something like that, it, it has nothing to do with personality. It has everything to do with the word of truth. God has caused us to be righteous. God has caused us to be endued with power. God has caused us to be a city set on a hill that can't be hid. God said, lay hands on the sick and they recover. And there's just so many beautiful administrations of his spirit that flow through his people, that work through us, that we can see answers to our prayers. I want to prophesy this right now. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for anyone who's discouraged and downhearted. I pray as the psalmist prayed, Lord, that you will show them a token for good. Show them today a sign for good. Thank you, Lord, that the light has stood back the darkness and that there's encouragement like billows of wave coming into your people's lives, coming into every situation. For anyone who's sick, thank you, Lord. Healing springs forth. God, your word says speedily. Thank you, Lord, for a speedy work. I thank you, Father, today for mending relationships and setting anyone free in our, in our circle of influence, our sphere of influence, setting anyone free who's been held back by the enemy. We loose you today in Jesus' name. Be thou encouraged in your God. Thank you, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. You know, I was praying with a college student the other night from a, a, another country, from a Muslim country, and, but she always wants prayer, and she always wants everything, like her tests and her family and everything prayed over. And she said, because I know that your God hears prayers. And so we were praying the other night, and, um, and I was standing there and kind of declaring things. And, and then I said, oh, just like I got to get you this, like a Bible verse or something. And when I got back, and she goes, can you close your prayer in Jesus' name? She said, I like it when you say in Jesus' name. Said yes, yes, in Jesus' name. And that's why they come, because of the name. It's above every name, and it was just amazing. Like, boom. So we pray in His name. We command healing in His name. Command it in your homes. If you're tired, if you're You've prayed every prayer you can think of to pray. Haven't we all done that? We've tried it all. But lift up your voice. Lift up your, lift up your um, eyes, oh, ye gates. 
Come on, even lift them up. The King of glory shall come in. So keep, keep praying. Keep worshiping. And my husband told me some words years ago that have helped my life every day. Maintain peace. Maintain peace. Don't get angry. Don't swear. Don't get bitter. Command your mourning. Command your mourning. There's so much in these two verses. Hast thou commanded thy mourning since thy days and caused the dawn to know his place? Hey, day, this is what's going to happen. Hey, day, I'm going to take hold of the end of the earth and the wicked will be shaken out of it in the name of Jesus. For the word of the Lord says, greater is he who is in me. The word of the Lord says, by my God, I shall run through a troop. By my God, I shall leap over a wall. We're not weak. Our shoes aren't wearing out. We are not, we are not, just a second, I'm thinking of the word. We're not like hungry, emaciated. We are, we are, we're not, help me, some nurse, help me with, when you don't have enough malnourished, your blood works low. Anemic, thank you. We're not anemic. No, the blood of the lamb is flowing through our veins. We're empowered. It's the perfect, pure, spotless blood that was shed for us. And I declare today, when, when we see his face, when we get to heaven, see him face to face, we don't want to say, well, God, I didn't know all that you'd done for me. <laughs> no, we got, a, we got a Bible that is, you see it vibrating here? It's life breathes. Your Bibles are full of life. It's the living word. Why do you think there's a battle for you to get in that book and find out who you are in Christ Jesus? I'll tell you what, we were so weak, so lost, so, so broken and so messed up that when I got that Bible in my hand, I knew that I had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of problems. But I knew that I had every answer that I would ever need to go forward and to be that person who Jesus said I, is, I am in this Bible. But we got to devour the word. Mama Perry says, eat the word, eat the word. No, she says uh, in Jeremiah, she goes, Janie, Janie, I just saw a Bible verse. It's in Jeremiah 1, I think. And it says, eat the word. We have to eat the word. We have to tell our brain the word. We have to think the word. And I know as when Dave and I were first married, well, I've told you this before. We didn't have a TV. We didn't have, I think he had a radio for weather. I'm not sure. We didn't play it. Movies, well, forget that. And um, we didn't have magazines. I'm not saying this is the way they, they say it the Lord. I'm just, this is my story. <laughs> and uh, we didn't have magazines. We didn't have newspapers. I'll tell you what, we didn't have any distractions. And we learned the word I want to admonish everyone here today. Please don't ever tell me you don't, you don't know the Bible. Don't tell, don't tell Jesus that. Yeah. Come on. We're in America. We have iPods. We have CDs. We have Bibles. We have books. We have preaching. 24-7 it's available. And so we would just, we, we just 
studied the Bible. We studied the Word. Study to show yourself approved. And, and it went from Genesis to Revelation. Oh, this is what God says. And let the weak say I'm strong. Because I told you who I was. I told you. I was back there in the corner. No, I wasn't back in that corner. <laughs> and, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And I began to see what God's word said. I, I began to know that in Colossians it says, I'm complete in Jesus. Shalom over our lives. There is nothing broken. There's nothing missing. You don't have to say any longer that you have a personality disorder or a personality defect. No, we are whole. His touch has made us whole. Our minds are made new. I remember reading Ephesians 4, 23, when we were brand newlyweds, and it says, Be thou renewed in the spirit of your mind. And I knew that it was the word of God that would bring that renewal, that we could think new thoughts, that we could love people, that we could be set free from anything, anything from our past. The, the drop of blood went on the ground and we got, curses got broken off of our lives. We are new creatures. Doesn't our Bible say, therefore you are a new creature in Christ. The old has passed and the new has come. And we're brand new creatures in Christ. Psalm 42, verse 6 through 8. Let's jump over there just for a brief moment. But I just can't get over that, that prayer in, in Job. Command your mourning. I want to say this too. Don't, I can't. I can't do this. We can't do this. We can't tell Jesus we don't have enough time. He's our first priority. He is our first love. We will make time. We must know the word of God. We must command our mourning. And I believe that we can become even more militant. And I became militant, it was probably, I don't know, 25 years ago maybe. I, I can't remember exactly. But I realized, I've got to do something. I've got to do it. I could hear all my husband's great preaching, but I've got to do it. Do you know, how, you know how afraid I was to hold a mic? Well, I won't even tell you, because I can't. There aren't words. Get mics in these kids' hands. They have a call on their life. That's why we, I call them up here as much as I can, so they can be free from a spirit of fear. They can be free from timidity. No, the Bible says, open wide thy mouth, and I will fill it. And we've got a song of the Lord. We've got the word of the Lord. And there's young people all around the world at a very young age who are preaching with power, preaching the gospel, used of the Lord. So we, we want to be his mouthpiece. We want to be his hands. What if we're so timid that we can't pray for someone's healing? Just go by faith. Base it on the word. You, God will always give you a word. Well, the Bible says I'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So I'll go, I'll walk on that word. I'll lay my hands on that person. I'll walk on that word. And it'll happen. 
His word will never return void. Isaiah 55, 11. You don't have to turn there. It will not return void. His word will never come back without accomplishing what it was sent to do. It'll prosper. All the word that you've already sent out, the word that you've sent to your families, the word that you've sent to the nations, the, world, the word that you have sent into your finances, into your siblings, into your homes, into your parents, your moms and dads, your children, your grandchildren, into our, our nieces and nephews, the word that we sent, it will never come back empty. It will never return void, is what the Bible says. So we got that coupled with prayer that says our prayers are powerful and effective and that they produce wonderful results. Can you lift your hand if you've seen wonderful results? All over the room. Jesus, we give you the glory. We've seen wonderful results because of your word and because of prayer. Psalm 42, 6 through 8 says, oh my God, my soul is cast down. Anyone been cast down this week? Maybe for a moment, something went on. Things didn't happen the way you thought. My soul is cast down. Say, therefore, with me. Therefore. Shall we say it again? Therefore. One more time. Therefore, I will I remember thee. What do we want to remember? All the rotten things that are going on. No. What do we want to remember? How horrible we feel. Do we want to remember a doctor report that wasn't good? Do we want to remember something that happened that, that really disappointed you or something didn't happen the way you thought? No. no. <clears throat> this says, therefore, I will remember thee. Let's say that out loud. Lord, I will remember thee. I will remember thee. Lord, I will focus on what you said. Lord, I will focus on what you have said in your word about this situation. Doesn't your Bible say, behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. There is absolutely nothing too hard for me. Nothing too hard. And I believe, you know, there are some situations right now that we are believing for that it's impossible with man. But with God, all things are possible. He can heal brain damage. He got my mom off of bed when she didn't know us children. She couldn't walk. She couldn't talk. She certainly couldn't read. And she had brain damage. She'd been in a hit-and-run car accident. And the enemy robbed her in every area of her life. She was like valedictorian of DePaul University. Come on. Gifted. She was the president of the music educators in the United States of America. And we're talking back in the 30s, 40s. And she got hit by a car. And, and other things that caused this brain damage to rob her. And the word of God, that was a, one of the words I got was, Behold, I'm the Lord, the God of all flesh. I was 19 years old. I was brand new, born again, knew nothing but I went to a Bible Sunday school class and Gordon Brown that I've mentioned before who led me to a saving knowledge, come on, lead people to Jesus, saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, said, well, here, let's look here. And I think it's Jeremiah 32, 17. He says, behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. There's nothing too hard for me. 
So I, we, well, me and some Christians, Kevin wasn't Christian at the time, but, but, but later, but we grabbed hold of that verse. And my mom then was raised up and eight year, and within 10 months, and she went home and lived eight more years. So God can do anything. Let's, let's believe him for, yes, the headaches, the toothaches, the moodiness, the little things. But let's believe, believe him to raise the dead. Can't we, can't we go a little bit higher today with this word command? Can't we believe him for, to heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead? Let's believe him today for the impossible. Let's, I heard some things last week that just, just raised me higher, raised me higher, that God can do anything, and we refuse to limit him. This verse says that when, when we're down, that we will remember what God says. And it says, deep calls unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts, and all thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Verse 8, yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night, his song shall be with me and my prayer unto the God of my life. So he says he's commanded his loving kindness every day of your life. He's commanded it to be so. No devil in hell can interfere with that. No imp, no demon on this earth or in the air can interfere with the high call of God that is on your life, on your loved one's life, and the assignment that God has called you to do. I believe it shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> I'm going to close with a decree and... Um, and Balaam was hired to curse Balak, and, and you know that story. But in that, in that book, in the book of Numbers, it says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he's going to change his mind. I want to speak this over my sister behind Helen with the plaid shirt. You, yes. God is not a man nor the son of man, that he's going to change his mind. Has he not spoken it? Hasn't he commanded his blessing over you? Shall he not also make it good? Oh, the riches, oh, the good things that God has in store for those that love him. God has wonderful things in store for you. And he will never reverse it. He won't go back on his word. It is the most amazing thing. He's commanded a blessing on you. He's commanded a blessing on your household. He's commanded a blessing on the fruit in your life, the fruit in your body. He's commanded a blessing today on your finances. Hasn't he said, for I'm the God who's more than enough? He is Jehovah Jireh. He is Jehovah Jireh, my provider. And he's commanded that. He's commanded those good things. He's not going to change his mind like we would. No. James says that there's no variableness nor shadow of turning. Every good, every perfect gift comes down. Will you say comes down with me? Comes down. It comes down from the Father of lights. It's not way up there in heaven, no. Every good and every perfect gift 
it comes down. I'm in a close, oddly enough, with another verse from Job. <laughs> 22, Job 22. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. We say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yeah, you know what? We're going to agree with God. I remember some years ago being in a church foyer in Rapid City, South Dakota, and this preacher said, agree with God. And it was like, boom. That's what we do. We agree with you, God. Job 22. I'm going to shorten it just due to the time, and I'd like you to look at verse 28. I can read, I guess I can read 26 through 28. For then shalt thou have the delight in the Almighty. Do we delight in him today? Yes, we do, Lord. And you shall lift up thy face to God. Come boldly. You can look at God face to face. I met with a girl a while back and she couldn't look up. She just looked down. No face to face. No shame. No regret. Verse 27, thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee, and thou shalt pay thy vows. But verse 28 is what I want to close with. You shall also decree a thing. Okay? I want to read that again. You, say you, shall also decree a thing. It shall be established unto thee. And the light shall shine upon thy ways. Can we read that together one more time? Thou shalt also decree a thing. It shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. And I believe here today that the way we should close the service is to decree a thing. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., Also, Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.